freaking go football cards collecting and investing after a week off for andy's vacation we are absolutely back it is the nfl draft week we're going to tell you what you should do with your football cards in terms of buying and selling coming up but right off the jump here andy we are discussing a topic that we have discussed quite a bit on the show would you rather have a player in his new team's uniform or would you rather have a more basic rookie card of that player in his initial uniform and i think it's interesting to uh preface that with are you are you at looking at it as a collector or an investor because i i think that it's important to look at it as a collector because i think that's gonna so when a player changes teams like that i i know that there's a lot of just like pure investors but i don't think that there's nearly as many as there used to be i think a lot of people are now kind of hybrids like us so we like to collect we also like to fund our pc and grow our pc by you know investing in cards and flipping them when the opportunity presents itself so you know when i look at it from a collector's perspective it just looks so much better especially if there's a big color change you know, like when the, when Christian McCaffrey goes from the Panthers <laughs> to the 49ers, man, it's like his Panthers cards, they just don't look good at all. Especially if I'm a, a 49ers fan or a CMC fan, I really want to get something really nice of him in a 49ers uniform uh, as an example. Yeah, especially when it's like such a huge brand increase, right? Going from the Panthers to the iconic 49ers you know for me Andy um I've dealt with this because I'm a Drew Brees guy right um and you know his first stop with the Chargers is what nobody knows him for at all everybody knows him as a New Orleans Saints so when I am buying Drew Brees cards even though the rookie refractors and all of that is absolutely cool I'm a Saints fan I want his cards in a Saint uniform so I'm looking for 07, 08, game-worn patches. I have one of them back here. Um, that's what I personally like. So, you know, I see Derek in the chat right here bringing up Trey Lance. Um, that's what's going to be interesting. Trey Lance's next stop. I don't think he's going to play another down for the San Francisco 49ers. So you do begin to have to wonder, are people even going to want him in his 49ers uniform cards? Yeah, when he literally only played uh, a couple games, you know. <laughs> so much hype, though. The peak of his hype uh, with the 49ers. And his prices have gone up. So I think this is one of the sneakiest plays to make this week is just to, to sell those. Like, it's not actually to buy at this point unless you're looking at electronic flipping platform. Like, maybe you're going to take advantage of the eBay vault or you're going to comm. Uh, to where you can buy and sell instantaneously because you just don't have time to get those in in time uh, to flip on draft night at this point. But I do think that's one of those trades that's pretty likely to happen, um, Carter. And I think I want to ask you, so if Trey Lance gets traded to the Houston Texans, let's say, because D'Amico Ryans, there's connections there, you know, uh, there, there could be a package deal for the 49ers and the Texans there. If he were to go to the Houston Texans, do you really think this is going to drive his prices up uh, at all? And do you think he could exceed expectations in Houston? Or are we going to need a better landing spot? 
Yeah, I, I feel you would need a better landing spot than Houston just because of the AFC quarterback hierarchy. And we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers today as well. But it is absolutely insane uh, how much the imbalance is when it comes to which uh, conference has all the best quarterbacks, which is why I, you know, I'm interested to see if any of these quarterbacks goes to the right NFC landing spot. But yeah, if Trey Lance went to the Houston Texans, there would obviously be an initial push. Uh, Houston's a big market. Obviously, they are a very QB hungry team. Um, but yeah, you know, I think landing spot is everything for for Trey Lance, and you know, he's going to a defensive minded head coach. So yeah, I I just I just wouldn't feel great about that at all for Trey. He's getting a lot of volume. You could see the the PSA ten of his base donors here, uh, with him running the ball. It has a population of two thousand four hundred seven. Oh. Uh, it's actually thirty three sales in the last month, and that's I mean that's right up there with Trevor Lawrence in terms of population. Trevor Lawrence two thousand seven forty two, but Trevor Lawrence has got seventy one sales in the past month with the average of around seventy like sixty to seventy dollars. Um, so you could like you, the reason that's why I think it's a, a, there's potential in like the like the electronic flipping side of maybe Trey Lance if he has a, a decent landing spot. But man, yeah, going to the Houston Texans with how little he's proved on the NFL field, it doesn't exactly strike inspiration into the the hearts of of uh, investors out there. Maybe there's some collectors though, you know, and, and then there's always super fans of the player that just want both, right, Carter? They want the rookie card, they want the veteran card. They want any type of prism card, you know. They want they want to collect the rainbow of that player, and they're they're pretty much collecting all of their cards, regardless of its rookie or veteran. But I imagine, I, I just think from an aesthetic standpoint, if you look at it as the art that it is, you know, um, Christian Kirk is another great example on the Jags now, an ascending team, and he came from the Arizona Cardinals, who I think have ugly uniforms. And I think the, the the Jags have much cooler uniforms, cooler colors, and just like as a Jags fan, as a Christian Kirk fan, I'd really much rather have you know cards of him now having the best season of his career with the Jags on an ascending team in the Jags uniforms. Yeah, I, I, I want to shout out everybody in the chat right now: Perry Frost, Messiah Burliner, Family Burliner. I think it's a relatively new quester. And I want to shout out Mark and uh, everybody that's just so happy we are back after a week hiatus. Um, you know, the the Vikings would be a very fun landing spot, you know, behind Kirk Cousins as well for him. But now, Andy, I want to get into the meat of this week. I have a few thoughts on this very subject. But the NFL draft is, of course, in two days. There is a lot of fluctuations of how this draft is actually going to play out next year but from a football card perspective both buying and selling what would be a few tips you would give our viewers when it comes to the market well it's it's a great time it's a great time to sell some cards at a profit especially if uh if players are going to be traded like we talked about trey lance you know mac jones you can absolutely i think he's one of the other candidates that could potentially be packaged up and traded on draft night the patriots to move up Maybe grab one of these other elite quarterbacks in the draft. So my my tip is to is to have the cards listed ready to go, especially if you've been ripping a newer product and you've got a lot of these younger guys. Because 
it got it, it, the thing is like when it comes to speculation there's a lot of of buying decisions that are driven by this uh fear of missing out of this fomo and just got to be ready man because uh the thing is the supply could flood the market once news drops then a lot of people will react and say well i want to sell my card but if you already have yours listed and ready to go and not for some astronomically higher price than what they're already at i'm i'm just talking about maybe going 10 15 higher I, I don't i don't necessarily see the same 200 300 increases in the market uh it all depends on the card of course so you know to kind of have to take that with a grain of salt but at the same time if it's like a psa 10 based donors you know i just don't see that card for trey lance going from uh you know 30 30 dollars up to a hundred dollars it's possible but i would say list it like in the neighborhood of 65 something like that 60 you know, um, and, and capture a nice profit. Yeah. So I'll share a little perspective, uh, from a player. Now I wasn't a player, but I was able to speak to two, one that will likely be a UDFA and Jare Jenkins. He was an LSU wide receiver. And I also spoke to Patrick queen, who a lot of you are familiar with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, linebacker. And, you know, one thing I, I, I got from speaking to both of them, the players have, outside of the very, very, very powerful ones, they have very little clue what your futures can look like uh, from year to year, right? The draft changes so much for so many people every single season. So understand that there is a lot of uncertainty that is you know, moving towards the future uh, with pretty much everyone. We still don't know what the heck is even happening with a Lamar Jackson. So... I do agree with you, Andy. List those cards. Have them ready to sell if you are looking uh, to move them. And don't wait for one big news cycle item to come across uh, uh, the news line, if you will. Um, and one thing I am going to predict here, we did have this Aaron Rodgers trade that just happened. And, you know, I am starting to believe a little bit more in Jordan Love, but I do think one thing could happen on draft night. If the Packers select JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba at 13, that move is going to generate a lot of buzz. He is more than likely going to be the first wide receiver to come off the board. And he would pair very nicely with Christian Watson, who is a true outside receiver, and he would be a very friendly slot. Also, a lot of Green Bay fans are one of are, are waiting for the Packers to finally draft a first round weapon. That's something that they have been begging for quite some time. I do think if they were to select JSN, who is very highly hyped, there's going to be another rush for Jordan Love cards. I really do believe it. Um those kind of things, obviously, you know, it's just a prediction if the Packers decide to go in that direction. I am not confident that any of the 12 teams ahead of them are going to be drafting receiver. So it, it would be very interesting to see if that would increase Jordan Love's uh, prices up to this point. But that's just an example of how quickly things can turn for just basically anyone in the next 48 uh, to 72 hours. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's 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 going to be quite a few surprises, I predict, on, on draft night. And, and Steve and I will be live streaming that, by the way. And if Carter's available, he may he may pop in there. Oh, we're okay. Gonna, 
And we're going to be live streaming the uh, the draft night, announcing every pick as they come in and and uh, trying to do some live sniping on eBay potentially and definitely looking at all the market analysis and intel. But um, I could see this because Jordan, Lo Jordan Love has not necessarily seen the response in the last 24 to 48 hours uh, since the Aaron Rodgers official news dropped. And, and I think that's because uh, we've kind of touched on this before, but when the initial news leaked and including uh, New York media base publishing this in their newspaper that Aaron Rodgers is going to become a Jet. It was kind of like, you know, it, it was it was written in stone, but it just hadn't been officially put on paper. So, you know, at that time, Jordan Love's cards did spike in anticipation he's going to be their starter. But there's still a lot of speculation. There's still so much uncertainty there that, I mean, his cards haven't gone wild. Now, at the same time, if you compare them to Tua, he's way he's way ahead of Tua now. And Tua's got a lot more experience in the in the in the NFL, including some really impressive performances last year. But with the uncertainty around his fragility and, and whether or not he's going to retire and this and that, uh, that definitely has moved a lot of people out of that market. A lot of those people are in the Jordan Love market. Some of his cards haven't taken a leap. For example, Carter, I bought this uh, Phoenix Fireburst right here, PSA ten. For like $25, $30. I've gone really bold and listed it for $125. Going for okay. this monster flip. Have not sold it. You can see that it's selling for right now $55 to $60. I, I, I don't think it's going to get up to $125. JSN is definitely going to help him out. But I still don't see that card maybe jumping up that much. So I've got to go in and, and adjust that price, especially if I want to move it draft night. I think I need to have that price more around $80. I could see somebody buying a PSA 10, a good-looking PSA 10 card. Even if it's a little bit lesser desirable set, that PSA 10 grade and the rookie card logo, nice prism finish, that's going to boost it up. That's going to put it on people's radars. You know, and and somebody's probably going to click that button for under triple digits. Like if it's in the, if it's in the double digits somewhere. So okay, um, you know, oh. it's 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 yeah, it's moving. I I think that it, you just got to kind of temper your expectations a little bit. We say hi to roll in my guy Chad D. He's always uh, killing it. Congrats on the AR twelve flip there, my man. HFS, good to see you as well. AZ all day K one. Um, and the Messiah, lots of uh, old and newbies coming by here today on a glorious live stream. So, Andy, um, the Aaron Rodgers deal is finally official. Um, you know, once again, I always go back to him of the legendary quarterbacks. I think his football cards are always the weirdest out of any of the Hall of Fame multiple time MVP guys because his rookie, uh, his iconic rookie card is him in a practice uniform. Um, but Overall, your thoughts on just the trade itself and also uh, the Jets, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. They, they got some pieces now, Andy. Let's go. Yeah, I would have liked to see um, I would have liked to see the contract be a little bit more performance driven. You know, right. they, they have a conditional 2024 pick based on how many games he plays. I thought that was a little silly. Like I felt like it should have been more around performance and. I do basically see this as a Super Bowl or bust kind of scenario for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Let me know what you guys think in the comments section right now. I am very curious because uh, we talk about this quite a bit, the AFC versus NFC QBs. Do you believe 
the Jets are a lock to make the playoffs. Type Y for yes, type N for no in the live chat. And if you're watching this down the road, just answer that to yourself. Do you truly believe the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 the fighting Mike Greenbergs, the fighting Gary V's out there? Do you think they'll actually make a playoff push? Mm, I don't know. I I mean, he's, he's 39, Andy. 39. Did he even look good last year in your mind at all? Uh, there were, there were a couple games where he still looked pretty good. Uh, but then, you know, there were a lot of games where he didn't look good. There were some bad interceptions and a lot of miscommunication. And it's like, well, was that the, the rookie receivers? Was his mind not fully in it? Was he kind of mentally checked out with the Packers kind of thing? But at the same time, it's like, you're a competitor, you know, you're playing at the highest level. Uh, it doesn't matter if you, if you're. And I did lose him. Well, RPA hunter in the house. Let's go. Huh? 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 Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I, Andy, I, I, it's the Jets. It's the Jets. That's all there is to it, man. And I know we've, we've got some big time Jets fans. Jets crazy. 87. Always shout out to him. Andy, I don't know. I, I, For some reason, I just don't feel great about this. Even though I'm a Garrett Wilson guy, I do think Garrett's really good. Um, you know, he was my play of the week uh, a few months ago, honestly, and actually a few weeks ago. But, yeah, Andy, I, mm, I don't know what it is. I just got a bad feeling in my stomach about this Jets thing. I really do. Yeah, you know, he's um... – He's not Tom Brady. He's not Tom Brady. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I've, I, I do find it interesting. It's, it's definitely driven some new collectors into his market. Uh, it, it will continue to drive them. Like there was the big influx when they when they everybody realized it was going to happen. Now that's written in stone. It's like ah, we're on draft week. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are still uh, getting amped up. Um, about the younger players, like, you know, 2022 Bowman Chrome University is still one of the top-selling products, top-selling sealed products on blowout cards. So, you know, it's the timing. The timing of it is interesting. I think it's going to take a lot of overperformance, Super Bowl or bust type of uh, situation for Aaron Rodgers in uh, 2023. So let us know in the comment section right now, what are you looking to buy over the next week or are you looking to sell any certain type of player i would be very interested in what you guys have to say about that i think at this point andy and i know this is a live stream and a lot can change i feel as if bryce young is a lock to the carolina panthers at this point um what's very interesting for me, and this is just something on your end as well, Andy. I'll, I'll speak on your behalf because we've promoted this product quite a bit. 
it will be interesting to see how these Bowman Chrome cards perform over the next week. Now that we know the, now that we're going to officially know the destination for a lot of these players. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's it, man. This is the big, biggest storyline. Um, we, we get a, uh, get a landing spot for these players, man. And, um, you know, it's, it's gonna it's gonna require you to be flexible and and try and um, try and have some discipline on on you know reacting to some of the news that will drop and wanting to impulsively buy something without doing a little bit of homework first. I think Hinden Hooker is going to be very interesting um, over the next week for this reason. There's now some reports coming out that he is slipping into the first round. And I say slipping. I mean sneaking. Finding a way to get into the first round coming off the ACL. Now, if you go look at Hinden Hooker autographs, it's uh, a fun search, uh, if you will. But, man, I did on my uh, Power Hour SEC uh, channel, Andy. I did my quarterback, my final quarterback rankings, where I went through and listed how I feel about all the quarterbacks in the NFL draft. And Hooker coming off the ACL, I actually had him as QB eight. So as much as I loved him in college, and as much as I pushed him for having a big season this year, all of those things came out to be true. I am really worried about him at the next level. But if he does find his way um, into the back half of the first round, and I was talking to my buddy Scott Smith um, uh, about this not too long ago. Scott's one of the smartest mock drafters out there. Um, and he listened, there's a really good podcast he just released with Evan Silva and all these people that are smarter than me. You know, Minnesota, I think, in the back half of the first round would be pretty much one of the few teams – uh, that would be interested in getting uh, a, a QB, but even then he would be a backup, you know, for the first year or so. Um, but if for some reason Anthony Richardson went in the, or I say Anthony Richardson, Hinton Hooker went in the first round, I think you could see some uh, some momentum for his cards. Absolutely, because I I've gone on eBay and have compared his 2022 Bowman Chrome University, which is nice because. A lot of the players that I've looked up, like when you start getting some of the deeper, um, like deeper drafts, you know, draft projections, QBs, running backs, uh, they just don't even have any cards yet, man. They don't have right. any cards. So the fact that he does have the Bowman U Chrome first with the autos, and you can see they're currently selling for around $50. And go. You've already seen a push. You've already seen the push, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so we we and and we talked about it because you and I I think we looked at Hinton Hooker's um, rookie auto prices back in like November when he was balling out before he got hurt. Um, you had you had me pull him up, and there was actually a spike in the demand for him then, and it it has since cooled off to the point where he is absolutely a guy that uh, could absolutely go up and buy. Uh, at towards the beginning of the season, depending on landing spot, if he were to get his starting job, like, um, like there's like there's a big storyline brewing Carter, and we don't know what these GMs and uh, you know scouting uh, staffs are thinking in the NFL. Like, is Hendon Hooker 
really seen as better than Will Levis or Anthony Richardson because there's big accuracy concerns with those two guys compared to Hendon Hooker. Man, you know, I was looking at it this morning, and I was going to get your opinion on this, Andy. One thing I thought that was very encouraging when when I was looking at his autos and just going back, and I went to just make sure I wasn't seeing anything. You can go back to February, and you could see in and hookers, prices, autos, college uniform stuff. Some of it was non-licensed, was in the 50s and 60s, and sometimes in the 70s. That is high. Like that lets me know that there is some demand uh, for college uniform cards. So it's very interesting. Now, what I want everyone to do in the comment section, I see Derek uh, leading the way here. Who do you think out of these three quarterbacks are going to be the best? Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, or Hendon Hooker? Type A for Anthony Richardson, type W for Will Levis. Type H for Hendon Hooker. I'm interested to see how everyone feels about them as quarterback prospects because we do now, Andy. I think this is the first year we have seen licensed and unlicensed products sell like this for so many different quarterbacks. It is so fascinating to me because I'm a college football guy. I'm a college uniform guy. So um, I, I, I find this to be pretty fun. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, you know, and it's got a massive carryover to Dynasty Fantasy and we're talking QBs, Dynasty Superflex Fantasy. It's almost like a direct correlation between the average draft position and uh, of where these guys are being drafted, especially in Dynasty Rookie Drafts, where it's, you know, you now your second, your third year of your Dynasty League where you're just drafting uh, amongst the rookie class. And these quarterbacks in Superflex Leagues are going – are going top like there's a really close correlation between the draft capital the the speculation on how they're going to perform in the nfl i think hendon hooker is a perfect guy to speculate could come out better than will levis or anthony richardson and, you know he had a, I'm, I'm looking here like hendon hooker had a 75.9 percent adjusted completion rate on his way to throwing 27 touchdowns in just two picks mm. Mm-mm-mm. And I know there's serious accuracy concerns with Will Levies and Anthony Richardson. And, you know, this comes from Josh here. There was a Redditor who floated out there that Will Levis is going to be the number one pick, and then it fluctuated the betting markets. Levis is going to go number one. I do think Carolina uh, – I said Carolina. The Colts at number four is going to be – uh, a very real possibility uh, for him. But, you know, I just go back to the Anthony Richardson sale for 7K, the one-of-one superfractor, flactor, superfractor, one freaking, or seven freaking K. That is still, there it is right there. 7K, Andy Frederick Theodore Kaysen third. I know that was your, I didn't mean to give away your middle name there. <laughs> but that is just, I, I still go back to it. It's still so insane to me. <laughs> yeah, and and that was a month ago, but you can still see four days ago, there was a big Kahuna Superfractor 101, that gold final finish, which is just, mm, it's just beautiful. Uh, for almost three grand, man. I mean, so the, the, the hype is much higher right now for AR. It's much higher for Will Levies. It's 
much higher for Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Hendon Hooker is totally being undervalued in the football card world at the moment. I mean, big time. And and I'll tell you, like last year, the, the, these products right here were a pretty big source of um, like flipping revenue for me before the season. I was making profits on like the, my biggest my big biggest success was Damian Pierce last year before the season. But uh, that doesn't mean that it can't happen. Like if, if I was, um, uh, you know, if if I had made a play on something, this is the last year's quarterback class was not not a good class to make a play on. Uh, in fact, you could have probably flipped Malik Willis before the season, but at, once the season started, that just his his stock just kind of kept going down downhill, um, you know. So, but Kenny Pickett was was viable, you know, and, and obviously his stock is still uh, doing very well because of his starting. Um, you know, starting job status and everything. But um, these are the guys because they get a lot of playing time during the preseason. They get a lot of hype in the training camp film, and this is going to be some of the best product out. There's going to be maybe some Chronicle draft picks that have uh, some interesting cards in it for sure that definitely have a lot of viability. But now that these cards are licensed, uh, they look good. You know, a lot of people have a lot of um, fandom for tops and Bowman Chrome products. Uh, Product's going to do quite well, especially depending on the draft capital. There's pretty close correlation between how the prices fluctuate based on where they're picked in the draft. I was going to say this for play of the week, Andy, but I'm going to go ahead and reveal it now because it kind of goes along with our topic today. I'm going to give you not one but two players uh, that I think have some real upside when it comes to their football cards, and that is Jordan Addison – and Quentin Johnston, okay? Now, why do I say that? I think, unlike in years past, these wide receivers are going to slide. And I'm just going to let you know, if Quentin Johnston or Jordan Addison goes to the Bills or the Chiefs, both teams, Andy, need, not want, need, wide receivers okay and i know the chiefs won without elite wide receivers last year but at some point they're going to want to go get a weapon another weapon for patrick mahomes on the outside you can make a case that they have a bottom this is crazy a bottom five bottom 10 receiving core in the nfl and the bills absolutely positively need somebody across from stefan diggs if those two go to either one of these teams or Zay Flowers, if you will, that $19 card I think would double or at least go up 30 or so percent. So because of their landing spots, just based on how I think this board is going to operate, once again, I'm listening to mock drafts. I'm paying attention to people that are way smarter than me, Scott Smith, Evan Silva, Ben Standig, uh, the guys that have been doing this a long time. Remember, for wide receivers, oftentimes landing spot is more important than talent. There are few mm -hmm. Jeffersons that exist out there that produce anywhere. Um, and even then, he needs a quarterback. So uh, there was someone in our Discord, once again, patreon.com slash football cards, where you can sign up. You can reach out to Andy or I via DM. Um, uh, TB12 actually reached out to me about Quentin Johnston not too long ago. Um if they if either one of those two or just any of these first round ish wide receivers go 
to a Mahomes or Josh Allen team, watch out. You're right. And and the quarterback class is so deep that a lot of the focus is on them. It's on the Bijan Robinsons. It's on these crazy elite tight ends. Like this is reportedly the best tight end class in the past decade. And you've only got one receiver right now that's kind of projecting the first round, and that's JSN. And the other guys um, are are sliding, so I think I, I think there's a, a really good opportunity there for you to kind of zig when everybody else is zagging. And we know that wide receivers are one of the most important and valuable positions in today's NFL, but also in the football card market, like right behind quarterback. Man, wide receivers have so much potential to explode in value with just one three or four touchdown game as a rookie and if they're in a landing spot with a quarterback that's competent that can get them the ball in three or four touchdowns in one game as a rookie or light them up in uh, training camp preseason i mean there's a there's a massive potential right there for a spike in value um that people will will absolutely impulsively buy at at a higher price much higher than what they're currently selling at yeah and one weird thing about Quentin Johnston is you're going to get a lot of misspelled names with this cards. So, um, you know, a lot of people spell Quentin differently. A lot of people spell Johnston differently because a lot of people are going to list it Quentin Johnson when it's Johnston. Um, so what I would do if you are listing to get uh, the, the maximum SEO is make sure you include both spellings in the listing itself um, because it, it'll get picked up a little bit easier. So make sure you spell the name correctly, but uh, also make sure you put the correct and incorrect spelling in the uh, the listing, and that could potentially help out the SEO aspect of the card. And you see, look, look at the difference there. Look at that. Yeah, no, I had done it. I, I think I maybe I did it myself on the first search. And then I realized, oh, this is this is perfect because Carter just illustrated there's a T. John's done is not yeah. a typical spelling. You you probably a lot of people are thinking Johnson, look, and they're moving too fast. And look at all these Quentin Johnsons. Right. <laughs> Spelled wrong. Yeah, and and it it trust me, I got, I've gotten burned with this very thing because of TJ Watt. Same thing with C.J. Stroud. We're getting a few C.J. Stroud questions in here. T.J. Watt is T.J.Watt, okay? C.J. Stroud is C.J.Stroud. Now, there's going to be so much volume for C.J. Stroud that it'll still probably get picked up. But in the list, in, in not necessarily the listing, but in the description, I would make sure I, I write both of them in, in, in that because it can get picked up. I feel a little bit easier, or at least someone I know that knows SEO tells me that. So uh, just a few tips for you right there before we get to another one here in a second. Hobby tip of the week. So uh, let's get to a few of these questions, then we'll get into hobby tip of the week here. Uh, Jordan Love and Trey Lance from one of my PHLers, uh, Joshua Forbes. Uh, we started actually talking about Trey Lance of today's live stream, so – uh, and we also talked about Jordan Love a little bit earlier. So if you rewind, you can see us get to uh, those segments. Let's answer this one uh, from Stratman here. Any thoughts on C.J. Stroud? Is he a buy? Let's get Andy. That that comes down to uh, landing spot. Let's say the Lions are sitting there and 
he slips to them. Uh, he doesn't start right away. They they roll with Jared Goff, correct? I think so. Yeah, I I, I don't. I think if any quarterback goes to Lions, they're not a day one starter at all. Um, they're probably you know they're probably compete, but you know the Lions. They, there's a lot of loyalty. There's a lot of loyalty to the personnel managers, the, the Dan Campbell biting kneecap, you know, warriors up there, you know. So I yeah, you can't scoff at Goff. This is something I found to be very interesting. Atlanta at eight is sitting pretty nice if quarterbacks continue to slip. Um, I've seen a mock draft or two, C.J. Stroud to the Falcons at eight or Anthony Richardson to the Falcons at eight. That is far more immediate playing time, Andy, with Desmond Ritter uh, sitting right there. Mm, I, I think that's a very exciting landing spot. Um, I, I think that's a, another super interesting storyline in this draft. How high will teams draft B. John Robinson? Because there's been a lot of connections of B. John Robinson to the Falcons. And that's a really, really high for a running back. But the Falcons ran the ball more than any other team in the NFL uh, last year. So, you know, it's another very interesting. I, I would, I think, Carter, in, in my opinion, the most exciting kind of like early to middle round uh, team landing spot for a quarterback is going to be the Raiders. Like who, if, if the Raiders draft a quarterback um, because Jimmy Garoppolo is not making starting quarterback money, they didn't give him a starting quarterback contract, you know, and they, sure they've got Jared Stidham, but it's like, they've got a couple of platoon guys. I could absolutely see them drafting a quarterback and uh, Hey, if if a court a one of these rookie quarterbacks go to the Raiders and gets Devontae Adams, that's gonna be an immediate massive hype spike and um, like expectation boost. Low key Jacoby Myers, the three year thirty-three million dollar deal he signed there. That is a very QB friendly receiver to pair with Devontae Adams as well. I still think Jacoby's got some juice. Um so yeah, I I, I do uh like that uh spot. Um, and yeah, you've heard the different things as, as basic wholesale cards brings up and ML brings up, you know, I, I think CJ can play. He's the number three quarterback on my board, uh, right now, but for me, Andy, the way that I see it, the film and, uh, analysis that I did and, you know, speaking to people, I trust scouts and all that stuff. Bryce young is on a tier of his own for me. And after that, um, it's Anthony Richardson and then Stroud. I think Stroud is a better player right now than Anthony Richardson, but I think AR's upside is enough for me to take him over CJ Stroud. Um, so, yeah, you know, my orders are a little bit different. Uh, I think DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson, is a very interesting guy. Uh, he's in my top five uh, right now, and he is also in uh, Bowman U. Now, there's not a lot of people that like DTR as much as I do, but Still, um, it, it's just something to keep an eye out for. Uh, Forbes here, should we dump our Zach Wilson cards or is it too late? LOL. I think you got, I think you hold them at right. this point. You, you just, you know, your, your window for dumping them has totally missed. I think you got to hold them in case Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and they got to start Zach Wilson and maybe he flashes in the game, you know. 
And you never know. They could go to the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers could get hurt. And then Zach Wilson's got to play in the playoffs. And all of a sudden there's a spike in his cards and that's your opportunity. But at this point, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell draft probably because they're going for so cheap now, man. I mean, he's the bottom of the barrel for that draft class now. Lots of supply, lots of people holding the bag. They're trying to unload him right now. I agree, Andy. And if he goes to a new landing spot, it'll be a little bit of a Baker Mayfield effect. You'll see a little push if he just signs with somebody new, even though Baker gave you something in Cleveland. Wilson has given you absolutely nothing. So it's just more so a warning because we saw the vloggers do this, buying these Zach Wilson cards for 2K, 3K, and it was silly. We called it out at the time, and uh, it, it's it's just how it is. You don't do anything that stupid. Um, but, yeah, it's – it's, it's oh, oh, Andy, this is painful for me to look at this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. $14, $15 PSA 10 based honors, you know, compared to the – Trevor Lawrence at 75, Justin Fields at 75, the Trey Lance, you know, we looked at around 40. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's got to be around the same as Davis Mills. And maybe you could, maybe you could make a, a trade. Carter, which one would you rather have in your collection at this point, Zach Wilson or Davis Mills? Give me the long neck. Give me the Stanford legend. There Give me go. the. Give me the former five-star Davis Mills, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I would I would agree as well. Um, I think we saw a lot more out of Davis Mills to be excited about than uh, Zach Wilson in, in his short time in the NFL. All righty. So I highly recommend you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash football cards. Uh, we're both big-time underdog fantasy people. Uh, make sure uh, you hit us up in the Discord if you have any Super flex or just flex questions. There are some fantasy footballers in there. Chat a lot of fantasy with uh, Derek Richard uh, in the Discord. So make sure you check it out. Um, let's get into hobby tip of the week here, Andy. And I'll start. So this past weekend, I was a vendor, quote unquote, uh, not quite vendor uh, for a card show in Bossier, which is North Louisiana. And I was there also to do interviews with uh, Patrick Queen, Dre Jenkins, who is uh, probably going to be a UDFA wide receiver in this draft, and Michaela Williams, who will be a future WNBA pick. Um, but also, I was there, uh, you know, selling cards, giving it away to subscribers and all of that. And my tip is, number one, if you are – uh, contemplating being a vendor at a card show or setting up at a card show, do it. Uh, pay the amount for however many tables. It's it can vary anywhere from fifty to a hundred bucks, hundred fifty, just depending on the show and the tables and all of that. How many days the show is? Number one, set up. Number two, set up with someone else at your booth. It is extremely hard to solo it uh, behind your booth if you especially want to walk around at the show. Now, you can solo it. A lot, a lot of people do. Um, they're the only person you know, at their booth. But uh, there's nothing funner than walking around at a show while also at the same time being set up. And then, obviously, theft happens. So, you know, especially if you're going to have a lot of cards set up, you, you want to have someone there just – 
to watch uh, your stuff or help out, even if they are not the ones that can say the final say and whether or not uh, that card can sell, they can call you and say, hey, come back. There's someone here ready to drop $1,000 on this Garrett Wilson gold card. So uh, if you want to set up at a show, do it. It's a lot of fun. But if you can, and look, Andy, it can even be your wife, your girlfriend, uh, your cousin who doesn't care about cards. Having somebody else uh, there is worth paying them 50 bucks, or it's worth taking the wife out to a nice dinner because it just gives you a bigger peace of mind. I, I think a, a wing man, a wing person is critical, man. I, I love that tip because a wing person mm -hmm. just gives you so much more flexibility, gives you a second set of eyes. I mean, just, there's just, it's almost priceless to have a wing person or a wing man uh, at a card show with you. It's a killer. But um, one other thing. Okay. So uh, there was someone that walked up to my booth. And Andy, as you know, I'm a Garrett Wilson fan. I like him. I'm not in love with him, but I like him. I think he's really good. And I think he'll make Pro Bowls. But he had a gold number to 10 Garrett Wilson prison, prison rookie that he pulled in a one touch. And he walked up to me and said, Hey, uh, I'm looking to sell this for $1,000. Okay. So I looked at it, and he had it in a dirty one-touch. Like, it was scratched up, one-touch, and obviously this is pretty straightforward. Don't do that. Like, if you are trying to – even a $100 transaction, make sure that that card is in a nice one-touch if you are going to – uh, sell it for that amount of money. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, go set up at a show. It's a lot of fun. Andy, your tip of the week. Well, the tip of the week is, you know, market has stabilized. Not a lot of new products coming out right now. You do have uh, one new product that, that just released is Panini Playbook. They've got these uh, giant booklets in it. Uh, probably not anything game worn, you know, patches, anything like that. So don't uh, don't overvalue those. Don't spend too much on this product. It's not one of the most desirable products. It's, it's kind of down there on the list. They make some interesting cards. Obviously, stick with the uh, the auto, the rookie autograph, the serial number cards, the rare ones that look really nice. And uh, in terms of best sellers, uh, don't forget. You can get an Adrian Peterson rookie ticket auto for just a couple hundred bucks or less in some auctions. And uh, that comes out of 2007 playoff contenders where you could also <laughs> other stuff. And they run sales uh, sometimes on blowout cards. So like right now, you can get a playoff contenders from 2007 hobby box for $175. And it's just a good reminder that while everybody is hyper-focused on the on the brand-new players coming into the NFL and the super young guys that are driving a lot of fear are missing out, these Hall of Famers, these legendary GOATs uh, cards are going undervalued. So like Marshawn Lynch in here, Adrian Peterson, Calvin Johnson. So uh, good time to maybe capitalize on some of this as well Ooh. if you're if you're not into the – super speculative prospecting that comes with a lot more risk than these guys do. That would kind of just be a fun box to just buy and just, just store. If you will, I know there's no legendary uh, QBs in there, but yeah, I mean, 
still. It's four autographs. Four autographs. I was comparing the price of Adrian Peterson's rookie ticket autos to that of Brees Hall. And I'm like, wow, man. I mean, the Brees Hall is like his rookie ticket autos are going for a lot of money right now. Ooh. Coming off that that injury, too. Very, very, very interesting. So before we get into play of the week, we'll answer a few questions. Okay, so uh, we have family Burliner who's been very active. Uh, I have been the president of the Traylon Burks hype cycle for quite some time. I just hate that quarterback situation for him, but let's hope Ryan Tannehill can come back and do his thing. But uh, family Burliner says... I am digging some Traylon Burks. Uh, so there you go. Now is the time to buy Traylon Burks. 100 freaking percent, Carter. His prices are so cheap compared to any other first round uh, draft pick. This is a one-on-one sold March yeah, 20th, yeah. so $4,000. But if you look at like a, a just a normal, uh, respectable card here, we're like an immaculate out of 25, you know, this is like a sick card that should be well over a hundred dollars. Uh, rookie ticket auto for $30. I mean, those prices are very, very good. There is a chance that the Titans trade Ryan Tannehill. They can save something like 18 million in cap space next year. I don't think they're, they're committed to him long-term. Like he's on, this is, this is basically at the, the final year of Ryan Tannehill's contract. If I remember correctly. And, they do have an out, and it would save him like $18 million. You obviously know that Malik Willis, he may he's in jeopardy of being cut from the team. So the Titans could be one of those teams that figured out a way to get a quarterback in the draft. Um, Traylon Burks, he's got such a bright future in the NFL. I think this is a great time to, to look at investing in him. The only issue I have with family Burnliner here is the uh, cat. I can't, I can't stand cat people. <laughs> it's, all, it, 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 it's all about the dogs, baby. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I hope you have dogs as well, but, uh, but yeah, let's go to uh, my guy Forbes PHL, uh, subscriber, best box of cards for under $50. Andy, I'll go first. I'm just going to say it a thousand times over Bowen you Bowen you blaster. You can go to the store. You can get it. But I think after tax, it'll be 30, 35 bucks. Joshua's a big college uniform guy. I know it's college uniform cards. That's just the funnest rip uh, for me. But, Andy, I guess in a pro uniform, best box you can get for under 50 bucks would be uh, maybe a mega. I don't I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's interesting because, uh, you know, there's things like 2016 Donruss, a hanger pack for $20. Uh, maybe a couple of those are 2021 Mosaic Blaster for 43. There's some interesting sales they run on Blowout. I also saw a video from a reputable source that there's sports cards at Dick's Sporting Goods, and they Ooh. actually had boxes of 2021 Optic on the shelf uh, for normal retail prices. 2021 Optic, that's loaded with hits. It's loaded with your elite QB draft class. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, you know. Uh, so I, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity there in, in that box. Jamar Chase, you know, there's, there's all the skill position guys from 2021. So I, I would say check out check out some of those you know lesser known resources. It's not always just uh, what they have at Walmart and Target. 
Um, you could go to Blowout Cards. You go to Steel City Collectibles. Check out Dick's Sporting Goods. Maybe Barnes and Nobles has something. And you never know when they get like a they they make a deal with whether it's Panini or whether one one of these distributors and they have some back stock of of uh, cards from last year's draft class or maybe even 2020 like 2020 playbook i know we just talked about playbook as being lesser desirable but if you pull a joe burrow out of there then it's gonna probably pay for that hanger pack you know especially if it's in good condition and basically uh i'm not a hater of cats i was just kidding with the burliner and look who comes out of the woodworks here i i shot him out earlier in the live stream he doesn't come to any chat until it's finally something happy to talk about his Jets. Jets Crazy 87 is back in the chat. Um I still I I'm still shocked. Uh you still listen. I I I, I thought he was down and out for the count. Look, 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 look at that. Go. He's celebrating right now. He's he's celebrating. Uh, he's, he's excited about the the Aaron Rod. He's already got his Aaron Rodgers PSA ten that he that he found from childhood. He's probably pumped that he saved man. And yeah. all I all I have is a cat, Carter. I'm I guess technically I'm a cat guy because I don't have a dog. I just have one. Wait, cat. you don't have a dog? I thought you told me you had a dog. Oh, we're actually thinking about getting the dog. Go ahead. Oh, that's what our, it's in our plans. Uh, I make you know my kids. My my daughter wants us to have another kid. She wants a little sister, uh, so I think we're trying to negotiate and get a uh, get a little puppy, a little girl puppy. I think that's a good that's a you know a nice meet in the middle. Because <laughs> I only have two hands, man. I only have two hands, and I have to upgrade and get a minivan. You know, there's a lot of changes if you have a third kid that I know Jets Crazy is uh, familiar with. I think he's got four or five. Uh, play of the week here, Andy. I I'm I'm gonna keep it simple because I already gave mine earlier. Quentin Johnson, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers. If you've pulled them from Bowman U, uh, be ready because if they go in the back end of the first round to one of these teams that are wide receiver needy, and there are elite quarterbacks in the back end of the first round that need weapons. Herbert, they're trying to get younger at wide receiver. Um, especially if Michael Mayer is also someone else that, that could go and back into the first round. Herbert, um, I, obviously the Chiefs can upgrade the receivers and obviously the Bills. So with some of these elite wide receivers sliding a little bit here, um, that there could be some major opportunity for upward growth for those players, and we touched on that earlier. Uh, Andy, uh, your play of the week. I think it's also important, like, I know JSN's a complimentary role for Christian Watson, but I just don't see Christian Watson having the year that he did, uh, that he did his rookie year with Jordan Love, you know? So I'm in the camp of sell Christian Watson now. Like, Christian Watson values, I think, are at probably going to be his all-time high. It's kind of like Chase Claypool after his rookie season. That's so... I've, that's one of my big sneaky plays this week is to recommend if you got any Christian Watson cards, like lick, move them, move them for just take what the comps are selling for now, because I think there's a high possibility they go down like this, this time in November, like fast forward to November of this year. I think you can get them for half of what they're selling for now. You just called Christian Watson Chase Claypool? 
Andy coming Dante. in with the with the the, the flamethrower here. <laughs> I love it. I really, really, really do. Um uh, but there you go. Um, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna answer as many questions here at the end. One thing you can do as well, if you found this to be entertaining, there is a super chat button. All the money goes to, of course, Andy and all the content that he is producing here on the football card quest. So if you have a question, we'll go straight to it here at the end. Okay, go ahead, Andy. So so my my actual play, my buy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for you guys is actually going to be a former LSU uh, player. And it's a guy who had insane target competition, struggled with injuries a little bit, but the guy is super talented. He plays for the Carolina Panthers. He drafted by the Carolina Panthers in the second round, Terrace Marshall. All right. The guy ran runs a 4-4-5. I mean, he's got a really good height adjusted speed score. He's 6'2, 205. And he is now the now that the Carolina Panthers have moved uh, parted ways with DJ Moore. I know they brought in DJ Chark, but when you look at Terra Mar Terrace Marshall's rookie product and you combine that with the fact that the Carolina Panthers are 100% drafting a quarterback that's going to provide a ton of upside. And this should be a career season with now the experience and the, the, you know, like decreasing the target competition. There's more vacated targets, these massive QB upgrade. And now he's heading into like a, a, a true, like full utilization year with the Carolina Panthers on his rookie contract. I think this is a guy that's going undervalued in fantasy and football cards. I want to give me some Terrace Marshall rookie ticket autos for like 10 bucks. Carter, like it's just dirt cheap right now. And I think this is the time you can go ahead and buy him. I'm a TM6 collector, not as much as some of the other LSU guys, obviously, but I like it. I do. I think, you know, he had some sick grabs. He had one last year that was just filthy. And when he started getting more targets, he's had the absolute worst quarterback play you can you can find. Uh watch out. Former five star recruit, member of the greatest college football team of all time. Played at the best school of all time. How about that? Uh, so there you go. Let's go to the super chat here. Um, oh, this is funny. Where did Trey Lance's hair go? Andy, you're an expert, obviously in this in this field. Uh, you 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 let me know. Yep. Yeah, um, I I've got a feeling we're gonna see. Uh... We're gonna see D'Amico Ryan's come out with the um, with the the Trey Lance Jerry curl week one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So he took that photo with Dante Moore, who's a five star QB starting his career at UCLA. And he took a photo with Patrick Mahomes. Both of them have uh, immaculate hair, and Trey Lance's hairline is like if you thought LeBron's was brutal, at least LeBron's in his upper thirties. Trey Lance, ugh, I don't even want to put it on the screen. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it is one of the more bizarre hairlines I have ever seen. Uh, C2 coins and collectibles. Hot take right here. Matt Corral is the next big QB. Andy? Whoa. Whoa. 
that's a, that's a very bold, like seriously speculative uh, take that, oh man, I mean, he's got an interesting story and, and he was a gunslinger in college, right? Like he's, he's not afraid to take shots. So he's going to, he's going to YOLO. He's, he's going to sling it. I, I just, I mean, he was terribly inaccurate throughout the uh, Panthers training camp process and everything last year. Like I remember watching a lot of their footage and uh, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold were blowing him out of the water. And I, I know he was a rookie, but, but still like, I don't, I don't see him ever being more than a uh, platoon backup guy who maybe gets a spot start here and there. Yeah, Mackerel's not an elite runner, but if you actually look at his best year at Ole Miss, a lot of his success was actually in Lane Kiffin's like power QB run schemes, and that just banged him up. Uh, and then he, he was hurt towards uh, the end of his career at Ole Miss. Then he gets hurt this first year at Carolina. I could never really say when he was at the SEC level that he was a top three quarterback in the conference. So, yeah, I, I'm i not buying the Matt Corral thing. I've seen some of this stuff go high. I think I've seen his one-of-ones uh, surface and, and prism. But, uh, but yeah, I am I am out. And here we go. We got the, the hairline action going here. Ooh. Trey, my brother, just go bald, man. I don't even know what what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely got got some, something odd going on there in the front. And hey, man, I'm I'm bald, so y- there comes a point where you got to just embrace it and shave it. You know, just gotta embrace it and shave it off. Just let it rip, Trey. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> ah. So Troy's trying to start a fight at the end here. LSU was very good that year, but not the best ever. Come on. Come on. Come on, Troy. Not the best LSU team ever or not the best college football team ever? Like, No, they're the best college football team ever. The best ever. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> they're the best ever. Let's, 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 let's be real here. Huh? 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 There are some other good teams. You can argue 02 Miami. 2020 Bama was also really good. This last year's Georgia team was really good, but it's 2019 LSU. Okay. Um, a few more here. Bears should have drafted a QB. Fields will be a bust. I don't think he's going to be a bust. I I don't I don't either. Uh, I just think with the, with that with the rushing talent that he displayed last year, I think he's just going to progress in the passing game, and he's got a nice deep ball. Like you watch the guy throw a deep ball, he's good. Uh, now you add an alpha wide receiver and he still had no offensive line last year and like middle, like decent coaching. They didn't really figure out how to, how to build around his strengths until like halfway through the season. And we started seeing some pretty impressive uh, performances from, so I think from that standpoint alone, like, man, I, I would go out on, on a limb and say that uh, Justin Fields has, has just as much potential as Lamar Jackson in this league and if you think Lamar Jackson's a boss, then like, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, just, I mean, he's had an MVP season, so I think that potential is there for Justin Fields as well. Really? Wow. I okay. do. Yeah. I, I Fields was my QB one in that draft class, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever get on Lamar's level as a as a pocket passer. But we'll see. He's got DJ Moore now. 
uh, so now DJ, uh, let's put a push out of time for both of them. Let's go to uh, Scove right here. Big shout out to having back in here. In Garrett Wilson, if Garrett Wilson puts up over a thousand yards of Flacco, Wilson, and White throwing the ball, what's your prediction for 23 stars with Rodgers? <laughs> well, he's like how he put 23 starts. I think he meant to say starts because he's can he's counting the playoffs. He's he's already anticipating his team to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, well, I, I like it. I like it. Um, I I I like him. I, I'm just a Garrett Wilson believer. I really am. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm to the moon with Garrett Wilson. It's interesting, uh, bringing in a little underdog flavor in here. Are you, are you drafting him Andy over Amon Ra right now? Or, or how are you feeling about, uh, about that? I, you know, it's going to be very close. Honestly, obviously Aaron, Aaron Rodgers does, uh, he's going to do a lot for Garrett Wilson, right? I mean, and you look at the tart, look at the depth chart competition. Now they did bring in Alan Lazard. So already got chemistry with with Rodgers. Um, you've got Miko Hardman, which adds speed, but Garrett Wilson is still your your clear alpha, right? He's still going to be your clear alpha. He was so good last year, quarterback proof. Um, they get rid of Elijah Moore, so with him putting up 1,100 yards, 1,100 receiving yards last year with that like that ragtag group of quarterbacks that they had. I mean, I could easily see him going over 1,500 yards and double-digit touchdowns, Ooh. which in my book, that would put him above Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I see Amon Ross St. Brown as a great PPR guy, you know, can can surpass that 100 reception mark, can surpass 1,000 receptions uh, or 1,000 receiving yards, but I can't see him equaling the same amount of touchdowns. He definitely doesn't have the same touchdown potential or touchdown upside that um that garrett wilson has now other thing carter we didn't talk about is the fact jameson williams has now been suspended for the first six weeks of the season due to uh gambling on college football you know so he got lucky right he could have been suspended indefinitely with those other guys who got caught gambling on nfl games like knuckleheads i mean do you see what happened to calvin ridley like you know it's crazy but um Six first six games, so that's a that is a boost for Amon Rossi Brown because there's no DJ Chark there. There was another what Quintez Cephas, so another one of those wide receivers in Detroit suspended. So I think this is a boost, at least and definitely in the beginning, for David Montgomery, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, those are the main guys, I think, in Detroit. They're gonna have big seasons, but uh, man, well, don't, the, the don't, touchdown, don't don't sleep on Swift. Don't I, 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 I. I still think DeAndre Swift can play. I, I still think so. And obviously, there's always just been this thing. Why doesn't he get more touches? There's got to be something. I mean, I know he's hurt a bunch, but I I still believe him. But, I mean, would I draft Garrett Wilson over the sun god right now? Man, I, I would say that I would. Because, you know, I'm, I want – I think Wilson does give me – uh more upside here um yeah i mean i think i think you know you could take garrett wilson at the beginning to middle of the second round like i you know i wouldn't take him over uh Devontae adams or probably not stefan diggs you know some of these other uh elite for um obviously i'm not going to take him over jamar chase I may not even take him over T. Higgins, honestly. It's just that passing game is so good in Cincinnati. Um, 
And uh, but I mean, it's tough because you get a lot of like you have a lot of confidence and security. But I think Garrett Wilson is you, you could probably I'm I'm guessing that we'll see some people draft Garrett Wilson at the end of the first round by by uh, by August. And can't forget about CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb, you know, obviously, he's yeah. now at the end of the first round. So I've always loved CD's signature. I've just always loved the uh, that 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 look. One but in thing- comparison, Carter. Oh, go ahead. I was no, 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 no. Go on. Go. Garrett Wilson's twin, Chris Olave. He gets a quarterback. I know Derek's not a fan of of Derek Carr, but Derek Carr is definitely a big upgrade for Chris Olave. I think Derek Chris Olave can now have a honestly, he can have a, a better season than rookies. He can have a career season easily like he's the same situation if he doesn't put up uh over a thousand receiving yards and double digit touchdowns with Derek Carr this year I mean it's a bust it's it's a busted season and his his current ADP is a whole two rounds later than Garrett Wilson so Chris Olave is a great deal right now in fantasy and probably cards are going a little bit undervalued as well when you consider the uh, kind of upside that he's got like full healthy season with Derek Carr, who's had some of the best deep ball numbers the past few years, I mean the Saints' offensive line not not terrible. I mean I think this could be a, a, a recipe for big success here for Chris Olave to finish like as maybe a borderline first first round wide receiver. One thing I will say, um, and and this kind of like a football cardy kind of point. So this weekend at the show, I watched Patrick Queen autograph over a thousand items uh, for um, for one of his reps. So he signed for people. And then after that, uh, one of his guys from Baltimore flew in and, and got a lot of things signed. He did not. Uh, he, he gave it at all is all on every autograph. And he's got a semi elaborate autograph. Um, it was crazy watching an athlete go through one of these things. And I know we see like the, uh, like there was a Zach Wilson, him signing all those rookie ticket autos. I know Andy, you saw that video, man. I just couldn't imagine signing, you know, that much stuff. Uh, it is wild. And one thing I, I will say about earlier autographs is as a player ages, I just think the earlier autographs, normally are better they're flusher you could you could sometimes just see how much more excited that young athlete was to sign that item and then as time moves on i don't know andy do do you do you see uh the same thing from some rookie autographs to you know when players get older they're like oh god it's another signing (laughs) at 100 percent, man i think we've even seen it from jamar chase like, you know, he's always he oh, used yeah. to write the J Chase with the jersey number. And then it like now it's like JC jersey number. Eventually it's just gonna be <laughs> JC on everything, you know. Um, so I think we 100 percent see it. And some players are worse than others, where it just turns into a little line, and you literally go back to their first leaf and pro set cards from college, and it's like, man, they were like this nice cursive in their full name. And now it's just like two lines. So you can only imagine how many cards they had to sign before they got to that point. Uh, what's up, Hector? My God, Lions easily, excuse me, Lions easily winning their division. Been buying golf. Easily. Hey. Easily. 
I think they do easily win their division. And, you know, he's a former first-round pick from 2016 for a reason, man. And, and the Lions really like him. If you if you give him a clean pocket, you give him time, he's got elite quarterback accuracy and statistics, advanced statistics. Uh, and you can see, man, there's there's been a lot of, of hype in, in for his product. I mean, the, the current trend of his prism, PSA 10 from 2016 up to $185, I mean, that, that's that's really good, especially when you look at uh, – it's easy in 2016 because you can compare him directly to guys like uh, Dak Prescott. Still has a lot more sold volume, but look at the trend. The same trend now between Goff and Dak, and and this used to be Crazy. way lower, man. Way lower. Look, we look at the one-year low on his Prism PSA 10, $32 back in November. It's crazy, right? 32 now that is some ROI right there. Yeah. That, that that and that was a Quest viewer that bought that $32 card. Did you know that, Andy? Oh man, I'm very proud of him. Yeah. That was me. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, and look at that look at that DAC chart uh from a 52 week high of 550 all the way down now to uh 182 and there's now, you know, more I guess report servicing that Dak's going to try and run even less, which this next year, which I don't, I'm not even sure that's possible. He didn't really run that much last year either. Uh, and I saw the same report for Josh Allen. I'm not sure if he, if he saw that like reports that yeah. Josh Allen, and it was more of like in an interview. I think if any quarterback is asked, you know, how long do you think you can keep rushing like this, you know, without getting hurt, you know, kind of thing. I mean, every, intelligent quarterback is going to say yeah i mean i'm going to have to stop running as much eventually i'm going to have to protect my body a little bit more especially josh allen just like he takes everybody head on you know one thing about the lions ben johnson is back as their play caller so they went from jim bob cooter to anthony lynn to ben johnson and Ben was incredible. Now, uh, he might have been the best play caller in the NFL relative to expectations, right? Andy Reid is always going to be number one, but uh, and and Kyle. But in terms of OCs being the OC, uh, he was so good last year for them. Very creative, did a really good job giving golf a lot of easy completions. And, you know, they had one of the most impactful Regular season wins of the season, beating Green Bay on their turf uh, for the, with the playoffs on the line, um, going for it on fourth down, the DJ Chark pass. I, I love the way that they play. I love their coaching staff. Um, and, yeah, I if I'm an NFL team, Ben Johnson is going to be the number one head coaching candidate next offseason. He said no uh, to, roll it, to, to run it back with Jared Goff and, and the Lions. So uh, it should be very – Interesting. There you go. Now, Andy, before we get out of here, any thoughts you would like to, to share with the football card collecting audience? Yeah, just, just remember, guys, I think the ultimate common denominator in the hobby these days is scarcity, is rareness. Um, you know, so Jared Goff, another prime example, you know, it it's correlates perfectly, parlays perfectly with the poll that we posted at the beginning of the stream. You know, talking about the difference between the veteran card, they change teams, and the rookie card. Rookie card's always viable, 
but some of these veteran cards that are case hits that are super rare um they have some great aesthetics and now you've got him on the new team i think these cards uh do very well as well so definitely keep your radar like start looking at these at the same time that you look at the rookie cards uh for the player that you're interested in yeah you know i i agree with that um i'm pretty sure i shared this a little bit earlier in the stream but you know i got the worst end of a trade this past weekend but i was tired of holding on to like these base um Peyton Manning rookie uh card that I had and a Randy Moss basic rookie card and I got a more rare veteran Randy Moss uh card with a game worn swatch in there so it was numbered and I I I don't like basic it's just not my personality I like um numbered things I like game worn jerseys I like uh parallels that that's just why i'm in here for that rarity aspect so i'm I'm totally with you there andy totally uh who makes the best minivan andy that's what derek wants to know he's building <laughs> derek, derek, is, derek is building a family man uh we we rented it was a, the new uh chrysler dodge caravan it's called something else now it's like it, whatever i rented it and it was awesome man i rented it uh the last time i went on vacation like did a road trip with the with the family up to the mountains and stuff I, that was a fantastic minivan it had all the bells and whistles super comfortable i mean tons of room like all kinds of uh electronic everything man it was cool mm. <laughs> uh, we're, we're all becoming dads at some point well i'm not a dad yet but Next scene, you, you, I could see you rocking the New Balances, white crew socks, khaki shorts. I like it, man. It's comfortable shoes. Ha, 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 ha. So don't forget, you guys are doing a draft show on Thursday night. Make sure you check them out with the Hitman. And here's the cool thing. You join the Patreon right now, patreon.com slash football cards. Uh, you know, you, you get a one-on-one with Andy when, when, when you join. And... More importantly, you'll be a part of a community. So, you know, it's always fun to answer these questions uh, during the stream. We're on every Tuesday, 1.30 Central. But what's cool about the Discord, it's everyone. And you're also supporting Andy. Um, it's just a small little fee per month. And you get the articles. You get the hype cycles. You get all of that. And uh, it, Andy will help set out an off-season plan to help get your collection and all that stuff moving. I highly recommended and until next week guys and gals peace out peace out guys we'll see you next time